This is Hers and Hers and His, a Threes Company podcast. I'm Tucker. I'm Matteo. And I'm Jinx. Were some cute babies. But those are some cute toddler babies. Yeah. <laughs> right. Guys, we just saw some cute babies. Yeah, guys. <laughs> yeah, this oh, you can hear those babies. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was gonna say you can still hear them. Um I have I have a little bit babies. of of related podcast bad news. Oh, oh no. um you know how much we love the kids over in 201. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they're a big resource. They're a huge resource for us and for the entire Threes Company community, I would go. I would imagine. Absolutely. And, and they have stopped doing their, their um, episode analysis as of last episode. Oh, how far, did they, how far did they get? Season four, episode four was their last episode. Oh, oh wow. Does that mean we're supposed to quit? <laughs> no, it just means we don't have that resource anymore, so, so it's all up to us now. Oh, that's that's interesting. I feel like, I don't know, I feel it's like they put so much work into it over there. I know, they really do. Now, did they make like an announcement that they were done or no. they just stopped for now? It just stopped. And I looked in the comments and a couple people were like, we're really sad to see that this was your last, your last summary, blah, 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 blah. And the author was like, thank you so much. You know, I appreciate it. It's just, it's been a labor of love, but I think it's been done for a long time. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. It's a I heartbreaker. Know. It is. It's a heartbreaker. Well, we're going to really have to pick up the slack. I know. We're going to have to do a lot more research and stuff than we usually do. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Well. Uh, All right. Now, I don't know if we should overpromise. I will. Yeah. I mean, let's call calm down. I mean, mean, it's a loss for for the community, but. uh, That's not much. Yeah, Yeah, it's not much. Let's not get crazy. (laughs) Terrible. Why are we terrible people? I feel like the people at the kids at two, the kids in two hundred one are much better people than we are. It's, it's a loss for the community for sure. We are not picking up the slack. If anything, we make things worse. No. <laughs> Just so everybody knows, I'm I'm helping my friend Jessica watch her little twin baby boys. They are ten months old. Um, I am exhausted. I don't know if you guys have ever watched two babies at oh, once. Holy yeah. Toledo. When when one finishes like barfing, the other one starts pooing. It's just insane. Yeah. Um, we when we had um, when Henry was about he wasn't quite a year old. He was probably about ten months old. We had Henry and our nephew who was three months younger than him, and we watched him from six a.m. to six p.m. So we had two babies the same age every day, all day long. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, so I feel like we got a good dose of like what that might be like, and I don't want to ever do it again. <clears throat> Hashtag twins life. Woo, it's a lot. Yeah, no. Um, don't, it's a lot. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm coming to you live. Hats from, off to Jessica. Hats off to my writing partner, comedy partner, Jessica. A great stand-up comic, yeah. Jessica Keenan. Yeah. Look her up, everybody at home. She's hilarious. Yeah, please do. Hilarious. Please do. I said like I was inviting them to. Please. Please, please, please do. do. Good friend of the show. Have a look please look her up. Good friend of the show. But you know, you guys, Jessica and her babies no are not here what we are to talk about. Here, not, no. No, not here. That's not here what we're to talk about. Not to talk about. We're here to talk about. We're here to talk about episode season four. For episode five, Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper. What a crazy name uh, title for this episode. 
I think it's a stupid title for this episode. Yes. It is. Because I'm a huge Jack the Ripper fan, and I was expecting more. Yeah. Not a fan. That's a You're weird a way huge to put fan it. of that horrible murderer. <laughs> yeah. And you were expecting something about a horrible murderer. I was expecting something. Yeah. All right. I agree. I set you up to expect something. I feel like back in those days, like nobody really knew the name of any individual episode because it would never be. Well, I guess in the TV yeah. guide, maybe. Oh boy, babies are happy. Yeah. Maybe. They're like, where the hell is Matteo? <laughs> they do miss me. <laughs> it's really crazy because I'll come in the room and I'll look at them and they'll just start laughing and smiling. It's the cutest thing ever. Oh, Aww. my God. Yeah, and then if I leave the room, there's trouble. Then I hear crying and uh, finger pointing. Oh. It's tough. It's a tough one. I, oh, boy. Oh <laughs> that may be no. what's happening. Oh, they've had it. Yeah. That's probably Maybe. what's happening. They want in there so bad. Did they watch this episode? They did. <laughs> oh, they probably just have thoughts. They were in their high chairs. Yeah, they're probably like, I have things to say. Guys, yeah. don't do the podcast without us. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. Stupid title for the episode, yeah. but it is Jack the Ripper. And this episode aired October 9th, 1979. October 9th. That's the original air date. All right. It's just <clears throat> Well, Last week, you predicted that Jack the Ripper was about. Oh, boy. Oof. Jack starts coming in late because he's seeing a girl. <laughs> and there's a serial killer on the loose in Santa Monica. And they mistake Jack for the killer. And uh, they want Furley to put bars on the window. And Furley will only do it if they get him a date with Lana. Listen, that's not a bad idea for an episode. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not bad it at all. It makes more really. sense than what we get. It makes more sense. Yeah. I got the idea from that episode of I Love Lucy where the, the robber's loose in the neighborhood and he ends up coming in through the window in Lucy's apartment. Oh. Have you seen that episode? Terrifying. It's great. No. <laughs> Darn it. Uh, but that is not what this episode was about at all. Oh, no, that's not no, how it turns no, no. out. This episode is about seven different storylines. Good heavens. Um, that's what so that's what we're gonna get up to is we're gonna go down all these different storylines. Should we just jump in? Should we just let's do it? Let's do it. Start in the apartment? No, Dean start Travers, in Travers office. office. Which right Jinx there. loves when we don't start in the apartment. I do. Yeah. I love it. It's so exciting. It is. Like, ooh, what are we doing yeah, here? Where, how, why are we here? This is one of those points in our show now where if the audience is familiar enough with like what we like about the show, this is definitely like a like a take a shot moment. We don't start in the apartment. Oh, right. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> well, Dean Travers is all like, hmm, yeah, he's already, already, you know. Semi pro patty, Dean Travers. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, played so by actor movie. William Pearson, uh, in case we've yeah. all forgotten. <laughs> right. Which we have. We've discussed now, him. Um, but he's all, send Jack in. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> That's great. That's such a good impression. <laughs> he gets, so Jack comes tearing in and <sighs> he's got his, his chef's coat on. Yeah. And his hands are covered in chocolate cake because he was making a chocolate cake which you yeah he says hands. he says i just ran up here right? right in the middle of making a chocolate cake and it looks like yeah like yeah like he's kneading it or like something he's mixing like, it why, with his hands? Hands, why are his hands covered in chocolate cake batter it doesn't make any sense no and uh and he gets it all over dean travers papers he's and, all stuck to it like yeah. it's pretty and he's just like motor game. mouth like he knows why he's being called here he thinks yeah so he's and Travis this was keeps trying to interrupt him this was all cut out of pluto just so you know <gasps> what yep. unbelievable i think we we thought a part later was definitely cut out we'll see when we get yeah, there. we'll see when we get there but um, what about the secretary comes in the yeah. secretary comes in and she's like she's saying something to mr travis and he's like i i you know oh, she's bringing jack's file and she's like, oh, I know Jack. And she turns around to leave, and she's got a big chocolate, chocolate handprint, handprint on her butt. Nope. All cut out of Pluto. 
Wow. What? Yep. So yeah, Jack. They just start with so Jack sitting in the she's... chair, talking, and then Gene Travers says, Jack, my boy. And that's how it starts. Oh. I'm having friends over on Saturday. Yep. It just jumps right in. Yep. Wow. Holy shit. That's crazy. Okay. Well, you missed that part. You missed all that. Dean Travers bullshit. All right. So you had no idea why Jack was covered in chocolate on his hands? No, I had no idea. I, 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 <laughs> Just I was, but to be, but to be honest, I wasn't looking at his hands because I didn't know to do that. Right. So now yeah, I want to go yeah. back and see if I can see those chocolate covered hands. Yeah, because at the end of the scene, when Jack leaves, Dean Travers looks at his hands and he has chocolate from where he shook his hand. Oh yeah. Oh, I was wondering about that. Yeah. But anyway, he's so Dean Travers is having a dinner party. Mm-hmm. He wants On Jack to come over and cook for his dinner party. He wants seven courses, and he <laughs> wants it for free. For free. And I'll tell you what: if Jack doesn't deliver, I immediately he might not be able hello. to graduate. Oh, right. Guys, I can't mm-hmm. even name seven courses. Yeah, what would you? What would that even be? I don't even know. Like you'd have to um, have like a specific fish course and like a cheese course. And well, you have an amuse, an amuse bouche, an amuse, an amuse. You'd have to have that. A soup, a salad, soup, salad. Okay. Uh, a main. You probably would have a fish and a and a red meat. Mm. Or or the Italian way, which is a pasta and a meat. Pasta addition to me. Okay, either way, that's five. And then you've got and then a dessert and cheese. Dessert is different from cheese plate. Cheese plate comes at the right. end end, which I think is so yeah. crazy because I moved to when I moved to Europe. Sometimes at, when we'd go to friends' dinner parties, they we'd eat and then they'd bring out cheese, and I'm like, wait, why are we eating cheese now? And they're like, oh, it's the cheese plate. And I'm like, no, 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 oh, that's not oh, my that's question. I, I know what it is. I don't know why we are doing it. I know what it. it is. I just know what what. How <laughs> bless. Oh, it's cheese. Just I think it. it sounds amazing. That's what I would But that's say. seven courses if we count the cheese. There you go. There you go. Yeah. That's what they want from him. That's what okay. he wants. Travers wants from Jack. For free. For free. Free. And if he doesn't do it, he'll make his last year at the school at a LA Technical hell. College. How many years has he been going there? Only like yeah, exactly three. Uh, three years. Because he started going there when he moved into the apartment, and that was three years ago. We're in fourth fourth season, and it's only the second year the show's been around. Right? Mm-hmm. It started in seventy eight. We're still in seventy nine. That's what's so confusing to me is this, this timeline. I can't believe that. We are now because more than halfway. It's only like nine episodes. Yeah, it was short. Yeah. It, right, right. It was a mid-season replacement. Yeah. Which kicks so off 77. Like, yeah. 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 So it gets oh. all thrown off. That's, okay, anyway. Sense. Anyway. Okay, okay. So he's having a dinner party. He tells Jack he has to do it or he's going to be miserable. Yeah. <clears throat> so so Jack's we're... like, oh, well, okay. Okay. And then he leaves and he looks at his chocolate hands. And then we're in uh, the kids' apartment, and Chrissy and Janet and Lana are all hanging out. Yeah. Which is so stupid. There's no reason for Lana to be in this episode at all. There's no reason for Lana to be in the show. (laughs) And it's sad because I really like her as an actress. I thought this was a good scene for her. She was she was being different. She wasn't playing yeah, her horny note. Yeah, she was being just normal. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, I I mean it was fine, but I just it's so useless. Okay, yeah, so we are. She talks about, yeah, she talks about how all her exes cheated on her. Yeah, and and Chrissy yeah. doesn't understand, and her eyes get real big, and then she understands. And she says she also wasn't. She wasn't given a secretary because she was a woman. She should be able to do her own typing. And yeah, which prompts Chrissy to say, like, I don't have a secretary either. Right. Janet's like, Chrissy, you are a secretary. She's like, I know that, but I still have to do my own typing. 
So watching this episode with Jessica was so interesting because I only ever watched the show by myself. And so this time, like, Jessica was saying the next line sometimes before the character would. And I'm like, have you seen this episode? And she's like, no, it's just how you would write this joke. And I was shocked. So yeah. when she when 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 Lana says the secretary thing, she goes, Chrissy's gonna say that she's a secretary. And she did it word for word. And I was like, whoa! And she did it like <laughs> she could predict the next line or the next plot point. Like she did it like four or five times throughout the show. So shout out to Jessica. Um, <laughs> my writing part, my comedy she writing writes partner. a great three's company episode. Let yeah. me tell you, she's got I it on lock. <laughs> we should we should at the end of this episode. You should ju- grab Jessica, and we should have her tell us what the next episode's going to be. Oh, that's great! She can do the prediction. Yeah. <laughs> well, she said she, she was like, "Oh my gosh, I really love this show when it was done." And I was like, uh-huh. "What are you talking about? I, I had no idea that she would think Three's Company was this funny." I was so happy. It made me very happy. <laughs> oh, oh, that's great. nice. That's good to hear. That's okay. awesome. Yeah. Um, she's anyway. a little young for Three's Company. Yeah, she's ten years younger than me. She was. Uh, yeah. yeah, she's an '80s baby. Mm. Ah. Uh, so then, ding dong. Oh, okay, chaos. Sure. Furley's at the door. Oh, it's just Furley. Furley, uh, and Lana tells Furley that she wants her apartment repainted. Well, the kids are discussing the fact oh, right. that Furley won't. You know, the girls are talking about how Furley won't do anything that they ask him to, and that Jack had right. to repaint the kitchen cabinets. Yeah, yeah. Right. And pay for it and everything because he wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And Lana now is like, you're going to repaint my apartment and you're going to build me a set of shelves by Thursday. Right. And he's like, okay. Yeah, it's so surprising to me. Like, I keep forgetting, like, that Mr. Furley is sort of a crank. But at the same time, like, they all kind of poop on him. It's crazy this dynamic, and he's so—he's just so lovable. I—I I loved him in this episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was really yeah. funny. He had some really funny oh, lines, and there was something in the scene that he said that was really funny. Let's see, oh, I don't know. Let's see if we get to it. Okay. So uh, he's there because Solana leaves, and Furley says he's there because Jack left a bill in his mailbox. For the new paint. For the new paint in his mailbox. Jack right. left bills for the new paint in his mailbox. Yeah. Right. And so that leads to this joke that gets hammered to death for a while. Yeah. Uh, Eat that horse. Why they? Why? What color did you paint your in, inside your mailbox? And he's totally just like I didn't. Like he gets yeah. so frustrated. <laughs> it's when he gets frustrated. Oh, it's really funny. It's, yeah, he's t- so Chrissy misunderstands that. And so then he goes down to Janet and he goes, can I talk to can you I for a minute? Yeah. <laughs> that, was great. Yeah, that, that was really yeah. funny. The desperation. <laughs> he's so good at this. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's awesome. Oh, and I have okay. to say, so then, we're not there yet, but that scene that he has towards the end of the episode with Jack, mm-hmm. they're yeah. so great together. So great yeah. together. Um, so then Jack enters the apartment and he is upset about this whole Travers business. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're, they're like, you need to learn how to say no. Okay. Plot, plot point number two. Oh. And he's like, yeah, I do. And they say, you know, there's this guy who can help with that. Maybe this doctor, they know. And Janet, Janet, tells Janet him. tells him. Mm-hmm. And Furley's like, Oh, you know, that sounds like my brother Bart. So the dictator, he calls him. Yeah. The big but the way that he said it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he really big, said big, that. Big dictator. Yeah. <laughs> He's great. Um, and then, so they, they set that all up, and then Furley says that, you know, he's not paying for this paint. Jack's arguing with him as Furley's leaving, and finally he says... The answer is no. And he says, if only I could do that to with Lana. With Bart and Lana. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when Jack's like, well, maybe I should see this Dr. Prescott. Dr. Prescott. 
And that is when we go to Dr. Prescott's office and our first Paddington's. Oh, wait, we didn't touch on the secretary, but you didn't sec- see her, so you might not have. No, she's not. Uh, well, let me double check to see. Oh, she is mentioned. Well, holy cow. I didn't see her, so I didn't even look her up. But the secretary was played by an actress named Joan Roberts. Um, who was Joan born? Joan Roberts? Um, Joan Roberts, Sorry, born in Washington, so that D.C. in <laughs> February 1952. And um, she's known for being on a few shows, including Designing Women, Barnaby Jones, and Murder, She Wrote. Um, so she gets her start. Hold on just a second. All the way back in 1976. Um, and her first big role is uh, on two episodes of Barnaby Jones. Then she gets on three episodes of Starsky and Hutch. She's on a show called The Castaways on Gilligan's Island, which I don't know what that show was, but I'm very curious. She gets on Three's Company. She's in four episodes of Private Benjamin. I forgot they turned that into a TV show. Yeah. She's on The A-Team, TJ Hooker, Trapper Joan and D. Matlock, Small Wonder, Designing Women, Murder, She Wrote. Um, and... 2016, she has her last uh, credit where she plays voices on a game called Mafia 3. Mm. Weird. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, her last TV credit is 1990, uh, where she did a, a show called The Adventures of Don Coyote and Sancho Panda, oh. which was uh, oh. looks like a cartoon. And uh, that's, yeah. Interesting career there for Joan Roberts. Uh, but now our other Paddykins of the week is an actor named Joel Brooks, where he's just another one of these guys. He's got 133 credits spanning all the way back from 1979. Yes, he's been in everything from 1979 and all the way up to 2021 is his most recent um his most recent acting credit. So he's out there still doing it. Oh, what's um, his most recent? Credit? Yeah. Uh, well, we'll get there in just a second. Cause oh, okay. I have to scroll all the way back. And <laughs> but he, starts <laughs> as, he starts out um, on Ryan's hope in 1979. Then three's company. He's actually going to be in two episodes of three's company. Um, mm. As Dr. Prescott, which is so weird. Oh, um, weird. This season. Am and then I'm he comes back in season five. He's on the show MASH. Then he gets on the show Soap. He's on an episode of Dallas, Eight is Enough, Taxi, It's a Living, also on Private Benjamin. He was on 13 episodes of a show called Teachers Only where he was a um, a series regular, but that show got canceled after just one episode. Or sorry, one season. He gets on Different Strokes, The Facts of Life, Benson, Night Court, The Dukes of Hazard, Twilight Zone. Oh my gosh. Uh, and he is, uh, this is actually his recurring character. He's on the show My Sister Sam. He's on 44 episodes of that show. So his, that's, that's the thing that he's the most known for. Um, okay. And he's on another TV series called Good Grief, where he's on 13 episodes. I mean, oh my gosh. He gets on Murphy Brown, Living Single, Murder She Wrote, uh, Beverly Hills 90210, Diagnosis Murder. Holy cow. He's on seven episodes of Six Feet Under, which is another really big part for him. Oh. Um, okay. Yeah, and then he's on The Big Bang Theory. Oh, my gosh. Uh, shit My Dad Says, or Stuff My Dad Says, Curse Word My Dad Says, sorry, LA Law and Order. Uh, oh, my gosh, NCIS. Just crazy. Fuller House in, 19, in 2019 and 2020, and then his most recent um, credit is on Bob Loves... Abishola. Do you guys know this show? It's on no. CBS. No, I've yeah, no so, idea. Yeah, so he's still That's so weird. Out there I recognize doing him it. so much. Joel Brooks. I don't, yeah. I don't know why. Immediately, like, but why we Bob. exactly. Exactly. We just know him from TV. Is he's he in everything. In he's in everything. He's been in some movies. He was in Stir Crazy that uh Gene Wilder Robert or uh, Richard Pryor. 
Stir crazy. Is that the one where he puts his leg in the in the pants? Is that the one? Oh, I get oh, all mixed no up. I don't know, but I put my I put my it pants is. on the other day, and I put the wrong leg in the wrong pants leg, and it freaked me out. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. that's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Is that now? Can we have like a fashion movie? moment here? Yeah. What was he wearing? Furly. Like, is no. he supposed? To- no. Dr. Oh, Dr. Prescott. Oh, sorry. Oh, my God. He has he this. Has his shirt is open down to, to the, waist. the waist. It's open to the waist. And, and he's he got has a, a couple chain. Oh, yeah. He has a chain Medallions. that's as long as the, as the shirt is open. Yeah. And he's, and he's nice and 70s he's hairy. very 70s hairy. He's shy. Oh, not too wrong. Yeah. Oh, not too wrong. But he's I have to say, he's in like a corduroy suit. Maybe I mean, this guy's got that? it going on. He's pretty. I mean, like I'd go out with him <laughs> if he asked. Yeah, if Doctor Prescott asked me out, I would go out with him. You would? Yeah. Huh. I that's, that's he weird. looks like he's got some. He's got a groove. He, you know? he looks you know like this? he's got herpes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, he's totally a sleazeball. I mean, I'm not saying I think he's a great guy and that I would date him, but I would go out with him. He seems fun. Oh, boy. And he's got all these weird psychological tricks we can talk about. Okay, Whoa. so what happens? This, Jack comes to see him. Each other. And, and, and he, okay. his whole job is to like train men to be more assertive, assertive. in their daily this lives. Is, and it's one of those scenes where it's very, this is like a very classic vaudeville type of setup where we're going to do a lot of physical comedy. We've got this outrageous character in, in, in this, this crazy doctor. I, I really, I can really appreciate a scene like this. And it's something that I feel like writers and comics, comic actors like to really sink their teeth into because of the physicality. Mm, yeah, yeah. Agreed. And All of the and Jack knocked it out of the park. Sitting down and standing, standing up. And all and the, that. But that you know what was brilliant was that okay, so he has Jack at one point act like an elephant. Uh huh. And yes. And so he's training Jack to be more assertive. So he wants Jack to think like an elephant and be an elephant. And Jack's swinging his arm around like a trunk. And he just like totally ducks underneath it. Just like completely, like it does not look planned. It looks like, you know, he was, Jack was swinging around and he just had to duck under. And, but it's so perfect. I did appreciate that. I I felt like there were a couple moments of improv where, this guy was just so in the pocket and just going along with whatever John Ritter was doing in that scene. It was great. Yeah, I agree. And it's all about self image and that he's going to teach Jack that he can be, and the whole purpose of the elephant thing was that so that he could show them. This is plot point three, right? It's Dr. Prescott. Dr. Prescott. Well, that probably goes along with the Better Learn to Say No bit. Um, yeah, I really like this scene also because you can see, like, I bet a scene like this has a really big impact on an actor like Tim Allen because they were doing the whole, that whole, you know, I'm a man, this is how I, this is how I, this is how, hear me roar, hear me bark, basically. And yeah. I could just really see how, like, we're going to see this play out in Tim Allen's comedy on his show in his stand-up. Um, I can see that, a that's young how, that's Tim how, Allen watching this episode. Yes, exactly. Just being like, I'm stealing this whole bit. I'm taking this bit. <laughs> and young Tim be, Allen. Yep. My At this point, thing. he was probably in jail. Oh yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> oh, he was a bad boy before he. Oh, yeah, he did time yeah. for Coke, I guess. Yeah, but, for dealing Coke, right? Well, Buzz Lightyear, uh, talk about a buzz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so, yeah, he's watching this from his cell. He's like, I got it. I've got uh, it. <laughs> when I get out when of I here. When I get out of here. <laughs> okay, um, so he's, he, he tells Jack, he says, write this down. 
And then he barks at him. Yeah. And then he teaches him this whole thing. It's, it's all bark. Bark is the basis of it all. And it's a be somebody, act like somebody, react like somebody, collect your rewards. Yeah. And uh, so he's going to teach him uh, how to bark, basically. And uh, he says, do you, do you teach a class on this? And he's like, yeah, but it doesn't start for a month. Does he come back that soon? Like, is it when he comes back? No, it. This I couldn't understand because even in retrospect, like Jack doesn't learn anything more than he learned in that one five-minute session. Five minutes, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, what does he need the class for? I was like, he, he got the whole shebang. Yeah, it was so dumb. But this was another moment where, as Jack's leaving, Jessica says, "Furley's going to walk in." Oh yeah, sure yeah, 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 yeah. And then yeah. Furley walks, walks right in. in. And I was like, Jessica, you have yeah. not seen this show in decades. Do not this. Uh, but they the set it up worse than perfectly. Like they've already. Of course, set this of all course up. they do. Yeah. But you know how much I hate it when Three's Company is smarter than me. I hate it more when Jessica. <laughs> <than me. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> and they and they te- they telegraph that joke also not specifically Furley but you know it's someone and if you know but by telling him please please go out that door yeah Where yeah, yeah. Cross no, you're right and then, you're, and then Jack God, so to, dumb why would you do that uh, yeah. yeah whatever fine fine so uh, Jack leaves and he says send in the next patient please and it's and Furley there to. Get some assertiveness. Learn how to be assertive because he Stand wants to be assertive to Bart, to Bart and Lana. And that's Did you ever meet Bart. And also, no. what's the point of what is the point of Bart? At least the Ropers own the building. Like it would be, it would just make sense. That, I think it's to weaken Furley would own it. It's weaken to weaken Furley's position. It's, it's to make him so much more impotent. Yeah, you know. Right. Uh, because yeah, that's how they give. Oh, right. His, that's how they do the infinite his, thing with him. Yeah, yeah. Smart, smart. You know what I hate worse than the show and Jessica being smarter than me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you do me in jinx. <laughs> it's like with Don Knotts, his bark has to be worse than his bite could possibly be. Absolutely, because he Absolutely. has to be so angry all the time or so outraged. And it's like if he was just, really if he was that upset and there were consequences. But this is the thing about Don Knotts that is just so just so great to watch is how he could go from like rage and then two seconds later he's just like a hollow shell of a man yeah. and who has nothing. Yeah. And it's just so crazy to watch him throw himself around the room like that. Yeah. This guy, what a genius. Love him. Yeah. Okay, I have just learned this just in, okay. everyone. Okay. Um, in season five, we are going to meet Bart Furley. We are? Yeah. He is no! played by an actor who is 5'3. Oh, that's great. I can't wait. Oh, man. This is something to look forward Which to. Which I think is crazy. Um, he's a real estate magnate. Obviously, <laughs> yeah, and he owns this cheesy building in Santa Monica. He owns I love it. Into Palms apartments, apparently. Threw it to his loser brother. Yeah, Ralph Furley. That's great. Okay, so okay. we're going to meet him. He's played yeah. by Hamilton Camp. So get ready for that. Okay, Interesting. Hamilton okay. Camp. All right, it's a commercial break. Oh, really a commercial break. This is not my segment. Just <laughs> like perpetual. Yeah. Call uh, her out. Call her out. <laughs> commercial break. Well, I, it wasn't a commercial, but I learned today that there's this like salted honeycomb ice cream that I have oh, to yeah. have. Tell them. Salted honeycomb. God, that's yeah. so good. It's salted great? honeycomb toffee. Oh, you guys, you're killing me. And so one day a week I do this thing where the only thing I eat that day is like Fresh veggies and salad. Like today is my stupid fresh veggie salad day. Yeah. All I want is salted honeycomb ice cream right now. Like yeah. this is 
it's making me crazy. <sighs> it's gonna be like Gosh, that. What time a showstopper! You no, what? Yeah, that after the pie fight episode, when yeah. we did that, we oh, yeah. we ordered a pie and had it like delivered because we couldn't handle it. That had, night, yeah. yeah. That is the cutest. You guys never told me that. I would have hyped on a pie with you. <laughs> we had to. We had to get a pie. What did you get? Chocolate cream. That chocolate cream pie. <gasps> wow. Yeah. You guys, where did you find a place to deliver a chocolate cream pie that from, late at night? It was from Sherry's. They're, they're 24 hours. And so we, we door dashed. You know what? I swear to God. I live in Los Angeles, which is ostensibly a big city. We don't have anything like that. I am now going to go on a quest to find a 24-hour pie delivery situation for myself. In case That's this ever crazy. happens again. You've there's got to be one. There's got to be one. L.A. is known for being just a really early town. And it drives the it drives tourists crazy to huh. know that our bars close at 2 a.m. That's it. Go home. Yeah, yeah ours there. close at 2 a.m. Well, it's like the international this tourists. Is, they don't understand it. It's Tillamook sea salt... And honeycomb toffee frozen custard. Oh, damn. Jiminy Cricket, that's at the supermarket? Apparently. Yeah. Oh. Gotta get some of that. People, I mean, we don't have a chance. Like, we just don't have a chance. Like, with that kind of food out there, like. Oh, God bless us. I mean, we deserve it. And good for us for it being invented. <laughs> we deserve it. We do. Oh. We deserve it. And whoever thought of it, you know, great on them. Like, what a, what a feat of good work. Everyone all around. Good work. Good work. And we'll participate by eating it. We're connoisseurs. Good work. It's art. You know, this is the kind of thing that you come up with when you're high. Like, I feel like that's a very, that's parallel to this show. I feel like there's so many things about this show that you could only come up with if you're high. Um, of course, if you're going to be a chef, pot is the greatest thing to get high on. But if you're going to write Three's Company, evidently it's cocaine. Mm. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Because they did a line. Like Dr. Prescott's. <clears throat> they did a line every time they changed the plot in this episode. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh, that absolutely. They were just Dr. Like, Prescott was a was a line of coke. Like that's how he came into being. I'll tell you. Oh that. yeah, yeah. He was like, and then they were like, and then his shirt's unbuttoned, obviously, and everyone agreed. Yeah, it was just one of the. Oh my gosh! But that was a look in the '70s. Just open your shirt up down to your waist, gold medallion, hairy chest. What did you do if you didn't have a hairy chest? There was a guy. There was a guy in the Boise. He wasn't like in the Boise comedy scene. He was kind of adjacent to the Boise comedy scene in that he went up at a couple open mics, but he really was just kind of a guy who went to everything. Like everything, bands playing, reading, storytelling. Like he was Uh at everything. Uh And he would wear his shirts unbuttoned all the way like that in the summertime. No. And he was just, wow. he was like a half balding guy. He had a mustache and a goatee and he was maybe 43. And he just totally thought that was okay. And he'd be like standing real close to you and talking. And it would just be like, kind of like at the top of his gut. And he wasn't a fat guy necessarily, but like a little bit of gut yeah. and his chest was just right in your face. Oh. It was so weird. That's so interesting, right? I mean, I guess if you're like super hot, like you, I guess maybe you want to show off. He wasn't super hot. All right. What are you going to do? People are people. He was not super hot. It was not a good call. No. I don't think even a super hot (laughs) guy would be super hot like that. No. It kind of reduced Mm. the hotness. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, oh, yeah. I'd be like, stop showing everybody. Stop being so gross. Stop being so blatant about it. Yeah. Get off me. <laughs> get away. Get off my lawn. Go on, get. Go on. Oh, we don't man. want you no more. <laughs> get out Go of on, here. Go get. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> All Just right. Leave, okay. Your, okay. leave All your right. salted honeycomb ice cream. Guys, salted honeycomb ice cream. Salted honeycomb ice cream. Salted. Honeycomb, honeycomb, toffee, 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 toffee
All right, so we're in Travers' office. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, boy. Jack elephants his way on in. Mm-hmm. He walks in with oh, his boy. legs all out and weird. And he barks at him. Mm-hmm. Like, actually barks well, at him. He literally barks at yeah. him, yes. Uh, and he says, I'm not doing it. And Travers threatens him. Says, oh, you might not graduate. And then Jack says, oh, really? Well, then I might call my friend up at the newspaper and tell him to go ahead with that story about a dean that blew. And taking advantage of students and making them do slave labor. That's right. And Travers backs down. And Jack barks at him and exits Travers' office. And he claps him on the shoulder and, like, poor Dean Travers looks like he's slanted from from the hitting of the shoulder. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right before he walks in the room, Jessica did that same thing. She's like, Jack's going to bark. And I'm like, oh, no. Stop doing that. And sure <laughs> enough, bark, 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 bark. Here he comes a barking. Comes so a barking. Okay. So then we're at the apartment. Mm-hmm. And Janet and Chrissy are picking out wallpaper. Now, was this now, all this in there? Because we thought this was we yeah. gone. This was in there? All there? Nope. Oh, okay. Yep. yep. From the jump. From, because they start with, it was just Chrissy and Janet talking about the wallpaper. Yes. And Chrissy says she likes the one with the sleds. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. So that's all in there. But how about, <laughs> was, Chrissy, was Chrissy worried about messing it up or whatever? She was yeah. like crying about it and then. She talked about using scotch tape and staples. Oh, that I don't remember. Yeah, she talked about the last time she put up wallpaper, she did it with staples. staples. And Jana asked her why, and it was because she ran out of scotch tape. Oh, And so she was worried about choosing the wrong wallpaper because of that or something. It was great to watch it with Jessica because she said she couldn't believe how Dumb they made Chrissy. Yes. Um, and I, she's like, I've never seen a dumber character on TV. And I was like, well, that's saying something. What? <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Like, she is dumbed yeah. down. Um, Even her hair's dumbed. Yeah. Uh, and then Janet doesn't like the sled pattern. Which, why would you live in, on, like, three blocks from the beach in L.A.? And get winter sleds in your bathroom. What the hell is that? What was that? What was that? It makes zero sense. It was just so Janet could tell the story about the guy grabbing her boobs on the sled. Yeah. That was also very awkward. She had to tell that whole story. By the way, I have to say, like, this season has been a terrible Janet season. I feel like she's been relegated to, like, she's almost a semi permy patty. Yeah, she's definitely shoved to the side a bit, but she also gets that great new look. So, right, she looks fantastic. She's never looked better. But it's it's so crazy to to watch. I feel like in this episode, even Lana got more substantial dialogue than Janet did, Mm -hmm. and it's just there's too many cast members right now. We don't need, like for instance, we didn't have Larry in this episode. I didn't miss him. No, we didn't need them. We had Furley and Lana. Yeah, I just have a feeling this is going to be a rebuilding year. Yeah, it's going to be. It's just, you know. uh, Next, they're going to find their stride eventually. Yeah. Yeah, Because we lost lost two of our starting players in the Ropers. They're just floundering, trying to figure it out. But they're going to figure it out. Yeah. Obviously, it sticks around for... Four more years or whatever. Yeah, so it's, it's gonna be it's it's coming into it. Yeah, it's gonna be okay. One way or another, it's gonna be okay. Um, so they're <laughs> trying to pick out the wallpaper. They go through the boob story, and they finally agree on one. After right. their two stories, right. pink and pink and blue flowers. They agree on pink yeah. and blue flowers, and so they slam the book shut. And then Jack enters, all just all. Jazz from getting Travers and uh, kisses both of them. Yeah. And uh, then he's a new man. He's not going to 
He's not going to take it anymore. And they're like, great. Mm-hmm. What, what do you but, think about this wallpaper? It's the wallpaper for the new bathroom. And he's like, no. It's too feminine. It's too feminine. And Chrissy says, half of those flowers are boys, Jack. Because she's stupid. Because she's stupid. God what do you think the bless. flower stork brings him? Oh, my God. And then It doesn't even make sense. It's so stupid. And then he barks at her. And he barks eventually. at her. Sure. And yeah. he's like, no, we're not oh getting this God. wallpaper. Yeah. We're getting this wallpaper. This is the one I love. This oh. is the only one I'll accept. Yeah. He goes into the bathroom. And I he don't. Like barks a few times. And it comes and out. And he comes out and he's like, no flowers. Yeah. And then he picks the one with the sled. It's... it's- but that whole thing with the barking is very home improvement, very Tim Allen. I'm telling you, this this, oh, this yeah. episode. Tim Allen totally stole But I don't. Oh, yeah. I totally agree. I totally agree. But I don't. Name. I don't care at all for Jack when he's mean to Janet and Chrissy. It breaks no, the whole no. family vibe of the show. And I'm like, totally. yeah. why would you. God, they like you so much. Why do you have to be such a putz? Yeah, you know, just let's just do the thing. If we're gonna have the conflict, like let's just have the conflict with Furley from the jump. Why do we have to go drag the girls into it? It's so dumb. Jack so easily led into these things, like to the point where he's gonna move <laughs> out. You know, like, yeah. it's happened like three or four times now, where he's like, "Well, maybe I should leave." Yeah. That is like the most toxic kind of relationship dynamic to be in is when your partner threatens to break up at the drop of a hat yeah. for every conflict you have. I'm like, you guys, I don't like this. Ugh. So <laughs> he he says it's going to be the sleds. That's it. And he marches off to the mm-hmm. kitchen. Yeah. And dead. Janet's like, let's go kill him. <laughs> or let's go beat him up or uh-huh. something. Punch him in the face or something. They're gonna, she's going to punch him in the face because she yeah. punched the kid on the slide in the face. Oh, that's right. So they follow him into the kitchen and he barks at them and pours some orange juice. He's like, nope, nope. I feel like we haven't been in the kitchen in so long, yeah. too. Yeah. And then they just leave and go back to the other room. Yeah, which is nice. Right that's away. Nice. I like that. That's yeah, realistic. It's, light. Yeah. it's nice. And they're following behind him. <laughs> and she's trying to explain... She's like, I have a good reason for not wanting these slits. Right. She's trying to tell him. She's trying to tell him. And Jack says that his word is law. And, you know. Oh, God. And in fact, watch this. And he goes over to the phone and he calls Furley. Tells him to come up here because he needs to tell him some things. So then Furley comes up. Oh, God. Comes into the apartment, and him and Jack proceed to bark at each other. And there's nothing funnier than the image of Don Knotts, like, straining. Mm-hmm. Like, that's especially funny. Oh, he's great. Oh, it's so it's, funny. He's so great yeah, at that. Yeah, him, him straining like a turtle running is... It's great. Right. I love it. Oh, it's so great. Oh, he's so he's so funny. So cute. And uh, he is so cute. And it, it gets they bark at each other, then they both realize, oh, you're Dr. Prescott, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But they keep going. And then Jack uh, you know, gets uh Furley to sit down. Furley to sit like That's just hilarious. like Dr. Prescott had done to him. Yeah. And oh. And he pops up, and they start barking at each other again. Uh-huh. This is where Janet comes over heel. and says, "Heel!" And they both, uh, they both clutch one of her legs. Yeah, they both like drop to the floor. Yeah, they both go down to the yeah. floor, which is pretty. The crowd loves it. It gets a huge laugh. Yeah, it's, it's pretty a applause break. It was great. Yeah. So good. Um, but again, like I feel like the nice thing about finally seeing Jack and and Furley have a have this kind of a moment together is that that it's that timing. Mm-hmm. It's just like setting each other up, riling each other up and they do it so well. It, it, it just feels so, it's so great to watch them do the yeah, thing. Yeah. It's like, Oh, that's, that's, yeah, it didn't even matter right. how stupid it was. <laughs> I was just like, Oh, this is It fun. didn't. Yeah. 
Oh, it's so great to watch yeah. those two guys. Just icons, legends. So then Janet's like, you know, why don't you guys just shake hands and forget about it or whatever. And yeah. so they shake hands. Further goes to leave and Chrissy's like, oh, <laughs> She says, "Oh, Mister Furley, oh. don't forget to uh, don't forget to put a wet put paint a wet sign on your mailbox." And he t- stops for oh, a second, God. and then he goes, "Right." Because <laughs> <laughs> he rolls yeah. his eyes. It, there's so many emotions that he goes through in those two yeah. seconds, and just and you can just you see, see him throw all. his hands yeah. in the air. Ah, oh, it's so great! It's so great. It's so great. And believe it or not, that's the episode. This tag scene. What? But, that feels crazy, right? It just feels crazy. Isn't that weird? Because there was so much going on, yeah. and, then and then it's just it like, eh, it's all done. It's well, it's over. Yeah, forget it. Ah, forget it. it Breaks. Ah, forget it. We're gonna. We ran out of coke. Yeah, we ran out of coke in right time. <laughs> we had those two speeches by Chrissy and Janet that took up most of the episode. God. Oh, God. Okay, so the tag scene, Jack, they're in the apartment. Jack mm-hmm. is holding up wallpaper samples against the wall. And the girls start laughing about uh, earlier when they were barking at each other. How funny that <laughs> was so funny. when they were barking. All this. Yeah. And then uh, Jack uh, is like, don't worry, I'm not going to turn into someone else. Ever again, I'm just going to be me or whatever. And he opens the door. Here we and he go. Says, a Here full we moon. Go. And he becomes a werewolfert. A werewolfert. Werewolfert. A werewolfert. <laughs> He's totally just a werewolf, Hazelton werewolf. Yeah. He's grosser than ever. <laughs> he pulls his, pulls his sweater off and he werewolferts. <laughs> It's a werewolver. Werewolf. Yeah. That's great. Thanks. Thanks. Oh, boy. Uh, you know, the 26 people that listen to the show are going to be Yeah. 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 <laughs> they're going to be in agreement. That's and they're going to be right. It's for the fans. Well, all in all, just uh, such a crazy, crazy episode. But I have to say, way better structured than last week's yeah, episode. that's true. Um, where we hit all of like the familiar tropes, but it feels, in its way, it does feel fresh. And it's really, it was really great. I felt, I, I don't know, this was a great episode. I had a really good time with it. Um, See, I I'm going to have to give it a pretty high score. Okay. Okay. What are, you gonna, what are you going to give it? I'm going to give this one. I'm going to go pretty high. I'm going to give it three point eight one Dominomini Vu. Wow. Whoa. Wow. Three point eight one. Oh, yeah. you're out of five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We had a we had a really cool legendary TV icon of a Patty Pattykins yeah, this week. Uh, we had a really great scene between you know uh, John Ritter and and. Don Knotts was so fun to watch. Uh, great jokes, I thought. Some little draggy moments, but overall, a real hoot. Okay. Okay. I right after it was over. I uh, right after it was over. <laughs> I I didn't think I didn't really feel the episode because it's not. Hmm. It's not the most organized, even though it's better than last week. It's not the most organized. It's just kind of random shit happening, and I, and I just was like, I don't know, but but I did have fun with it. You're right. I did enjoy it so much, especially of Don Knotts. So I'm gonna give it three yeah. two quarter stars. Wow. Okay. Two Pretty good score. Out of four. Yeah. Wow. I mean, honestly, I thought it was a fun episode. It was just, but I feel like it was just like the others this episode, this season, where it was so, it felt so sloppy and like, 
unformed. Yeah. I, it was not mm. a good episode for me. No. But I did have a good time, obviously. I mean, yeah. I like seeing Travers as unpleasant as he is. And I like semi permy patty Travers. Yeah. Dr. Prescott was great. And he's uh, going to be a great semi permy yeah. patty. Don Knotts and Jack uh, and John Ritter together. Uh, you know, I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it four out of five. Wow. Though, you know, just wow. I would, nice. Again, I, I score it this way because would I be happy if I came across Three's Company and this was the episode? Yep. I'd be, I'd be fine with yeah, it. Yeah, I'd be happy that I got a, I got a paddykin and I got Dean Travers. I'd be like, oh, sweet. What, yeah. What a great. Even though it was a lot of people. And Don Knotts, just. And Don Knotts. But it's a lot of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. But I'd still, yeah, I'd still mm-hmm. enjoy it. But again, you know, I'm, I feel like, I feel like we're all being a little cherry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we're being honest. So if we're being right. honest, we're being honest. But yeah, I had a great time. <laughs> I had a great time, great time. tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Or did you want to... Or is she putting the babies to bed still? Oh, no. Is she putting Just the babies that. to bed? Yeah. The babies are going down oh, right okay. now. All okay. right. They're playing They're playing the soothing music. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Get your, get your balls, case, then. In that case, get your balls out. Okay. <clears throat> ready? Next week's episode... <laughs> Is called. I'm wearing elastic waistband <laughs> pants. Snap. Uh, I like I like how this has no context for anyone that maybe just decides to listen to the next episode to try it out. No, it's just like Mario has like, getting his balls out. Get your balls out. out. That's what? weird. That's what <laughs> crystal. It's his my crystal, crystal balls, balls for this guys. week's prediction, based nothing based on nothing but the title of next crystal week's balls. episode. Uh, in case. It, Wondering. In case you're listening to the show for the first time, I and my crystal balls, I are. very handily keep them in a sack uh, below That's my right. waist. And next week's episode is called uh-huh. "The Lifesaver." Mm. The life yes. saver. The lifesaver. Oh man, this is another one that's so irritating because, of course, there's that candy called lifesavers, and then there's like those little rings that you throw at people when they're drowning in the ocean. Um, those lifesavers. Yeah. That's, that's why the candy is called. That's where they get the shape oh, from. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Weird, honey. <laughs> Come on. You didn't no, know that. Why did you think the candy was... I didn't know. I don't care. It's a double meaning. Think... I, the reason I didn't think it because... was called that is because I didn't think about it because I didn't give a shit. Yeah. I was just like, those are called lifesavers. Okay. It's genius. <laughs> it's genius. Oh. They're called lifesavers because of the lifesaver. But also uh-huh. because they have a hole in the middle, so you can't choke on. Jeez. Wait. Okay. Yeah. You, didn't know that? you didn't know that? See? See how this is? <laughs> <laughs> Just who cares? Well, Tucker and I are both dumb. Yeah. Okay. All right. You know, I don't like when Candy's smarter than me either. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's also irritating. Who's Candy? <laughs> okay. All right, the the lifesavers. I'm going to say that um, when Lana chokes on her lunch (laughs) and comes running into the apartment to be saved, none of the kids know what to do. So Furley convinces everyone to go with him down to the rec center to take a class in CPR. Done. (laughs) Oh, my God, how efficient. And hijinks ensue when people have to pretend to, you know, do artificial resuscitation. There we go. Okay. I gotta write all this down. (laughs) Oh, boy. Nobody in in the apartment knows what to do. I like... Nope. Yeah, I got it. (laughs) Oh, boy. For the... Get out of town. Says they gotta take a class at the rec center. So... Yeah. yeah. I like to think that this all happens while she's choking. 
<laughs> By the end of the episode, they're going to save her. Okay. That's hilarious. Okay. Great prediction. What are you reading over there? <laughs> the actual rep, the actual thing. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm Never writing, mind. I'm writing. Oh, here. oh that's no fair. That's yeah. no fair. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well. Well. Another great episode, kids. We had yeah, a good time. Yeah. In fact, this whole episode was really such yeah. a good time. So I'm going to say that we should toast to good times. Good times. Good times. Three's company. These are the good times. Thank you.